Welcome to another episode of Heroes and, a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and the Fantastic Four movie winning a Razzie Award for the worst picture of 2015. I told you so. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. My name is Cody. And I'm Andy. And today we're talking about Heroes and... Shots Fired. Cinematic universes, but before we get into that, we just want to do a segue, a segment with you guys uh, that we've done once before. But uh, we thought, hey, let's bring it back for you know, see if we can recapture that magic that from that <laughs> first time. Uh, and so we're gonna do a segment called Throwdown. This is where uh, we each pick one character uh, from uh, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the DC Cinematic Universe, and uh, we just put them up against each other. And we just see. And we just kind of argue who yeah. would win in a fight. And maybe not, we'll be. Maybe we'll agree. I mean, it's not necessarily. I mean, yeah, it's not like a debate necessarily. Yeah. We just kind of. It's almost our way of just throwing in two characters and just seeing. Hey, what would happen? Who would yeah. win? Yeah. And so, um, since we're talking about cinematic universes, we figured we would for this. You know, for this throwdown, we would just keep it to that as well. We would keep it to the cinematic universes. And so we're going to pick one from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then the DC Cinematic Universe. And so, uh, Cody, do you have your character? I do. All right. I have my character. All right. I'm going to pick a, a character from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. All right. So the character I choose, I feel like a Pokemon master. I choose <laughs> you. Uh, I'm going to pick Scarlet Witch. You're going to go with Scarlet Witch. Yes. So, okay. you know, she made her first appearance in the movies, in, in Avengers, Age Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. So that's okay. my uh, that's my character. That's your pick. Uh, the pick that I'm going to go with yes. is... I don't know why I'm nervous. <laughs> why, why, I don't, you, I don't you, know. You, you, I, palms are sweaty? A little week? bit. <laughs> spaghetti? Spaghetti? Yeah. Something? Uh, I'm going to go with Bane. Bane. <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. He's coming after Bruce Wayne. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, I think, like, so... It's interesting. That's an interesting... That's, that's like a, a, a matchup that wouldn't make sense, I feel like. Because yes. you have, you know, you have Scarlet Witch is, you know, like, mind games. Yes. And, uh, and you know, and she's, you know, telepathic, you know, telekinetic. Yeah. All, you know, things of that nature. And then Bane is very much, you know, a, a master manipulator. Yes. But then he's also skilled in... Skilled in combat, you know, and, and able to fight really well. So he has some skills, you know. He's uh, he was trained, you know, by and going going from you know the Nolan Batman movies. He's a member of the League of Shadows, yes. League of Assassins. So yeah. he's he's got that, you know. I think I think one thing we have to kind of put out there is that we're we're looking at these characters from just the way they've been portrayed in the movies. I think if it was a comic book. You know, like, hey, let's, let's stay to the source. Let's stay to, okay, this person's skill sets and their gifts and abilities and this person's skill sets and gifts. I think it will be, hands down, Scarlet Witch. No competition. But, I mean, for peak sakes, like, she wiped out the whole mutant, you know, like, race, essentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the House of M uh, event. And so... um and so I, I think we can't, we, we have to forget all of that and just kind of re, just 
keep for in the mind, sake of at least yeah, this one. Yeah, for the sake of this, let's just keep how they look. You know how they've been uh, been trained in the in the cinematic universes, and so I still think I still think Scarlet Witch would win. Um, I think it's a I think it'll come down to a thing of like if it's close, if it's like a long range kind of a battlefield mm-hmm. versus if it was a close like quarter kind of a thing like if it was like in a room if they were fighting in a room yeah i think bane might have the upper hand does if that make fighting sense? in I, a room yeah i think like i think i think the the main thing for this in, in my opinion i think the main thing for this is where are they fighting if they're fighting like in the in the middle somewhere and like in the streets i think the scarlet witch takes takes it why why do you think she would take it i think because in, I, a, in an open space i think yeah if it's an open space i think scarlet witch can use her powers and they're more effective, I think, in that open space. Because the only way that Bane can do anything, really, is by, again, going back to his combat skills. And so it's going to have to, you know, he's going to literally have to be close enough to hit her, you know. And so, but I think if it was a, in a close... Close quarters. Yeah, kind of a, you know, a, a space. I think I think Bane might, you know, I, I think he might do some serious damage also it's kind of weird because he's a guy and you know she's a girl so for the sake of this let's just kind of throw that away and it's not it's not like abuse or anything like that. Yeah, i mean that's not the podcast there's is not good the- guys <laughs> there's a different podcast <laughs> so um so you good know guys, saying- bad guys. yeah so I, I i'll agree with that uh but at the same time like, i'm wondering like with scarlet which is you know her her uh, mental manipulation. Yeah. Um, how well that would work on Bane? I mean, because I, I I wonder, considering you know going with the movie version, you know we have we the assumption is that Bane is trained by the League of Assassins. You yeah. Know? And so he's he's really put through it, thinking that through. He's really put through the ringer as yeah. far as you know all like you know we see in in uh, Batman Begins that Batman is put you know that uh, Bruce Wayne is put through these. These mental games. So the assumption would be that Bane would be put through all the same ones. Yeah. You know? So I wonder if he would be able to overcome those. If he has like them, like mentally, if he's strong enough. To... If he could. Yeah. Like more so than maybe our Avengers, like we yeah. see in Age of Ultron, you know, uh, if he could just overcome them mentally. But uh, also, or also, I think, though, that uh, much like Hawkeye, like. You know, Bane knows, and at least you know, in Dark Knight Rises, Bane knows everything about Batman. He knows he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know, he like he knows who Batman is. He knows where he keeps his his armory. You know. Yeah. So I wonder if Bane would know. You know, almost going back to the classic, like why Batman wins. You know, it's like would Bane be able to counteract that stuff because he would have some type of technology or something of that nature to you know to help defend himself yeah almost like outsmart her like he's right. gonna do his research he's gonna know that hey this is what she can do so be aware of it and you know be on be on the lookout be on the, yeah. the fence and get ready for that because that's gonna be her thing yeah i mean that's a possibility again like you said that that he did go through that training he you know he's been through the ringer he you know especially going again you know sticking to the movies he's he's survived he survived that the prison. Yeah. He, so he went through that, you know, all that suffering already, you know. So he's not only physically strong and fit the way we see in the movies, but 
to endure all of that and to go through all that, you know, yeah, he might have, you know, mentally he might have the capacity to be able to withstand. Yeah, like I wonder because you know, like Scarlet Witch, what Scarlet Witch does in that in that moment is she turns, she makes all of our heroes kind of realize their worst fears. Yeah, and I wonder, like, what is what's Pain afraid of? Yeah, you know? I mean, he's after all that he's been through. Like, how do you? I mean, how do you flip that on him? You know. Yeah. It's not like he's a at that point. Yeah, he's experienced the worst, right? You right. Know? Like it's. Not, I think they even called the pit like hell. Like it's, you yeah, know, hell on earth. Like it's the yeah. worst thing to go through. To, right. It's it's uh, yeah. the worst. Yeah. So I I I would argue that he that she wouldn't be at least mentally. I would say I don't think she could manipulate him at least in a way that is gonna increase her odds in the fight. I I I would say that I mean like thinking through like if Scarlet Witch got the Hulk, you know, angry, but yeah. she didn't get out of the way. Like she would be in a mess. Yeah. He, yeah the yeah. Hulk may be attacking his friends also, but he's not going to like you anymore. Yes, you know? True. So I wonder if, if she manipulates Bane and he's just, you know, goes on a rampage, mm-hmm. then he's just going to start like, he's, it, it, he, almost a very similar effect. He's yeah. He's just going to, he's going to, yeah, he's just going to, he's going to wail on her. If, and <laughs> if he gets a help, I think it, like you said, in close quarters, he gets a hold of her. That's it. Like, I mean, he broke the bat. He broke, I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> he broke Batman. And so, again, I think, again, for me, I think it all comes down to where they're fighting. And you're right. I mean, he kind of, he's trained. He has these combat skills. So maybe it's not that much of a, you know, you know, for sure, like type of victory. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's not like Scarlet Witch is, has it in the bag already kind of a thing. And so... Um, I don't know, man. I think we should just leave it to the listener. This one, I feel like the the Flash Thor one, the last one we did, you know, that was like more clear cut. At least I thought it was more clear cut. And then everybody was like, no, Thor. And I was like, no, not, you're wrong. Love you, Oscar. To, anyway. Not, uh, not so, according to our Not Twitter according poll. to Twitter polls or anything else. No, but you know what? Uh, shout, out, shout out to Dave Gonzalez. Uh, he, he agrees with us. So that's what counts. Speed Force is greater than lightning sorry guys anyway moving forward uh so let us know on social media we'll, we'll do a twitter poll just like last time uh of who would win in a fight scarlet witch or bane make sure to be looking out for that uh that poll but as andy said earlier this week's episode we are talking about heroes and shots fired cinematic universes there's a couple of different ways at least so far that we've seen of doing these Marvel or doing these superhero movies rather. Yeah. We you know we see that uh DC is kind of going with this this dark gritty world. Yeah. And then you know on the on the flip side we have these Marvel movies that are a lot of fun and you know they're just like they're just a good time. You want to eat popcorn and just you know you're not going to really like you know people are getting hurt and people are getting you know things are serious, but ultimately at the end of the day, you know it's it's not so bad. You know, yeah. like uh, it's ultimately kind of a happy movie, just a good summer blockbuster. You know, yeah. uh, so we see the you know we see these two different ways that that these movies are being made, and I think that there's pros and cons to both. Yeah, obviously, I'm gonna say I I would argue though that Marvel's Marvel's doing it right, and I I I think that the the dark gritty you know kind of era is is ultimately behind us yeah and i'm gonna go on the other side i think honestly um again there's pros and cons to both and i'm a fan i'm a fan of both it's not like i'm it's not like i don't see one you know and i choose one over the other um but i i think when i stop and, th- and think about it i prefer the dark and gritty kind i think 
and dealing with with these superheroes and and, and kind of like just to go and start this you know debate to some degree on which way is you know better or which way we why we prefer the you know the the take on the franchises and all that stuff for me i think about the dark and gritty movies that dc has been putting out with the christopher nolan trilogy which isn't attached to this new cinematic universe that they started with man of steel so i get that so looking at the trilogy that christopher nolan did and then and then man of steel I think why I prefer one of my first reasons, one of the first reason I have why I prefer it is because it has, and this is gonna sound like a cop out, but it has Batman. I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think, yeah, I, I know That's you're not laughing. That's fair. <laughs> I know. I you know. can't pull a Batman car. <laughs> but listen, but listen. Nobody cares what Cody has to say anymore. <laughs> I just dropped the mic. No, no, no. But listen, I, here's here's the here's my reason for that. And I'm being very serious about this. Batman only exists in a dark and gritty world. Sure. That, that character, every comic book for the most part, every video game that you play, every book that you read, every TV show, or even maybe maybe not the Adam West ones, but the, the movies, you it's hard to think of a scene where, first off, it's during the day. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> every every scene and everything that's happening in within the entire Batman universe happens only at night. There's you know, only twelve hours. Not in the Lego movie. <laughs> that's true. There's only twelve hours to Batman's world, and that's all when the moon is out and the sun's down. That's it. So so I I think, but again, I think the only way to do Batman right is to make him dark and gritty because I think that's his him sticking to the, his character and how he was created and his very being of everything. It, it's dark and gritty. So I think why I appreciate the dark and gritty movies that DC has made and looks like from the trailers of the new Batman v Superman movies and the photos that they release of the Justice League movies and all that stuff, it looks like they're sticking to their ground of, hey, this is just our world. To, I think the most important character that, to that universe is Batman. More than Superman, even I, though I mean, you, as far as popularity, yeah, I, I would I would argue yes, at least like in in this day and age. Yeah, so I think if if their guy is Batman, and the only way Batman movies work is by being dark and gritty and 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 really realistic, as as realistic as you can be for the most part, I think that by itself you it, it kind of forces you know WB Warner Brothers Studios to kind of okay, this has to be the take. For, for most of our character for our cinematic universe so that's my that's my first thing is again i i know it's kind of silly to say that's my reason <laughs> batman you know batman wins everything no but that's not fair <laughs> it's like a bible answer i, I feel like that's not uh, oh sunday God. school did you, did you you get what i'm saying yeah so I, I i get what you're saying batman's dark gritty they should naturally shape you know if if he's kind of for lack of a better word, going to be the focal point yeah. of, you know, these, of these movies, whether they film them that way or just as, as, uh, viewers, we see them that way. Yeah. It makes sense that they would, they would shape everything kind of around that. At the same time though, I feel like, you know, despite having, despite having this dark character, I th- I think that the Marvel movies, they're just more fun. You know, yeah. like we, and I, I, I would argue that, I mean, that's kind of just my, like my, my first point is that we're just, I can watch a Marvel movie and not, and not feel depressed, not see <laughs> Superman, you know, not see America's golden boy overrun by this, this bat darkness. 
and and <laughs> and breaking the neck of a of a supervillain, you know. Yeah. And that's not. I mean, I I actually appreciate Man of Steel more than a lot of people do. I think, but uh, at the same time, I think that the like the Marvel movies they're more enjoyable mm-hmm. because you can go into a Marvel movie and it, you can watch it with your family. You know, you can you can you know they have in Age of Ultron the joke about the language thing. You know, yeah, and. Even you know, th- like thinking of you know, even the ones that are a little a little bit edgier. I like I would say like the the Iron Man movies. You know, just the nature of of Tony Stark are a little in Guardians, are, yeah, maybe yeah, in mm-hmm. Guardians, mm-hmm. even yeah. Um, you know, some of the jokes, at least maybe not tonally, it's not it's not dark, but they're able to uh, able to still, I guess you know, tiptoe into that you know area and and get into the dark you know the the darker moments mm-hmm. without getting. It's too steeped in it that it's that it's just a, ultimately a sad movie. Like I feel like I watch like I'm gonna watch Batman v Superman, and and the dark grittiness, you know, the seriousness uh, tone of it, and I'm gonna feel much like I feel of the Walking Dead, you know, of of you know of late that it's just too much, too much darkness and no parents. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and and I just like I'm not really I'm not really interested in that because I think. As as these Marvel movies gained popularity, it, it started creating a shift in in just ultimately just cinematography, you know, mm-hmm. uh, at least you know of this you know the modern age, um, and we've we see this this Marvel kind of humor doubts throughout all of these you know throughout all these movies like The Martian you know has it there you know they have all these little clever jokes and and wit that is directly like you can't argue that it's not influenced by the Marvel movies. I will say that the Marvel movies, like you said already, that I, I totally agree that yeah, they're they're lighthearted. They tend to be more quote unquote fun. Uh, but I think I enjoy like the to some degree that uh, this is gonna sound weird, but like the Christopher Nolan trilogy, like that doesn't feel like a superhero movie to me. It's like a crime detective movie. You know, it's just like the cops and the good guys are trying to cap you know stop and catch this bad guy mm-hmm. you know and so that that was that's incredible like that's incredible that no one was able to do that that he was able to make this movie that it doesn't feel like a, a kitty movie it doesn't feel like uh, and i'm not saying it ha- i don't mean that it needs to be raunchy or over the top violent or, you know anything like that that's not what i mean but it doesn't feel like a cartoon exactly it, it sure. felt like a drama that's what you know it felt like a Oh wow, this is a really good drama. Listen, Andy, if you want to watch Downton Abbey, you, <laughs> you just got to know that, that we're going to accept you just the way you are. I'm trying to <laughs> try to convince my wife to to binge watch uh, that. Actually, no. but the but the thing is though is that so I I appreciate that man that that not that they're not there's not these jokes or clever things within the movies, but again that it's like okay that there's a sense of realism there. Now and so like the Christopher Nolan movies, they're in my opinion like a detective drama based kind of a you know trilogy. Now with the Superman Returns movie, the the Man of Steel, excuse me, Man of Steel movie that um, came out a couple years ago, that was a full on like sci fi movie. Like that was full on 
I mean, that movie started in it was it, it was started another planet. Yeah, like there's a flying creature that Russell Russell Crowe is, is flying around and writing. Like it's a full on sci fi movie, and and they don't they don't apologize for it. Like they own it, you know. And I thought it was kind of c- clever. Like they kind of used, you know, wow, this is what it would be like almost if there wasn't. An alien, like a, a, it's an alien encounter. Yeah, kind of a thing, and so I was able to appreciate that a little bit. Again, was were there some over the top action set pieces? Yeah, a, a couple that were maybe unnecessary, but again, I prefer like yeah, this is kind of you know more serious of a thing. But in the same vein, I I don't think that you're that not doing gritty or you know serious movies, you you can't not have that kind of you know, thing where it doesn't feel like a superhero movie. Captain America Winter Soldier is just, I think, a, like a great spy movie. Yeah. And it's not like they, you know, it's still got the Marvel, you know, humor. I, I mean, that one's a, like probably more of is, you know, compared to like compared to the Avengers, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little bit more serious. But as far as what's happening, both between, you know, Cap and Bucky or Cap and the Winter Soldier, sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, between what's happening with them and what's happening between S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA, it, you know, kind of needs to be. But all that to say, that movie, you know, is is a good spy movie. You know, yeah. it feels like a like a, you know almost like a James Bond or a Mission Impossible kind of espionage movie. And then you have Guardians of the Galaxy, which some reason I just always want to compare to a Western. Like, <laughs> I, like, like I get that it's in space and all that, but yeah. like just a ragtag group of, you know, of hero of, you know, bandits. Yeah. You know, quote yeah. unquote. Uh, makes me think that, yeah, like they can still be done. We can still get the, you know, movies that don't necessarily feel like, like superhero movies and don't feel ridiculous. Yeah. And still them you know them still be fun you know i will say though i think there's as much as marvel is doing their movies more light-sided you know hearted and they're uh, they're going on that side of the fence and and dc tends to be more dark and gritty what's what i think is kind of ironic of of that is their tv shows and i I know we're not talking about their tv shows but i I think it's ironic that their tv shows are almost flip-flopped like well, at least like their Netflix shows, the, uh, like, like the th- Marvel Netflix shows. But then like DC's, like I would I would think the Flash tonally is is much more on the Marvel side. Yeah. Whereas I mean, Arrow has gotten he, better. I know, think. I mean, it's gotten better. He's trying to be Batman. He can't be Batman. <laughs> He's Oliver Queen. Yeah. He's not Bruce Wayne. But I yeah I would agree with it's you. It's kind of it's kind of ironic that again that they're, you know that dark and gritty, feel. Uh, that's their Netflix. That's Marvel's, you know, Netflix TV shows. And then yeah. on the other side, you, again, DC's kind of this light and hearted. Even if you include that, you know, Supergirl in that with, you know, CW, I mean, excuse me, with um, CBS, you know, like, again, kind of lighthearted. But I just think that's kind of, that's not important right now, but I just think it's ironic that yeah, for yeah, their sure. TV shows, it's no, the I'll other way around. Um, but I think, again, going back to the movies, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think maybe you think maybe Cody is based on their characters that they're kind of forcing their hands with the direction that they're going with. I mean, maybe if we could pass. I think we could see a, a shift maybe with Marvels, you know, going into like Thor Ragnarok and, and th- you know, like Thanos being becoming a, a main villain. But at the same time, there's points where like, in the you know, in the comics where, Tony Stark is, you know, he's an alcoholic so to the point where he can't be Iron Man anymore. You yeah. Know? He has, he, uh, 
Rhodey has to take over yeah. because Tony is, is so so lost in his alcoholism yeah. that he can't, he literally, like, he can't be Iron Man. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know that it's necessarily that it's necessarily that their characters are too dark, you know? The characters in the comics, are they get dark. They have moments where, they're, you know, it, it gets dark and it gets serious. And the Marvel movies ultimately haven't pulled from that as as much as I mean, maybe they haven't pulled as much from that as as the DC you know DC stuff has. I would argue the DC, at least with the exception maybe of Superman. Superman's supposed to be everybody's golden boy. He's supposed to smile. America, all that stuff. Yeah, didn't really smile on that Man of Steel. No, you know, like probably like one and a half times. Um, <laughs> half <and> smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know, like the one cheek. Um, so yeah, but so but with Batman, I would argue yes, they they pulled it pulled from what was in the comics mm-hmm. and brought it in. I think Batman's like what other villains are are not not sorry not villains. What other heroes are that dark in the in the comics? Like are to to the Batman level. Like, w- are there other DC ones? No, I mean, because I think like Green Lantern. I think the not Green necessarily La- not necessarily the way the first movie. Oh, well, not saying the movie. I mean, yeah. like in the comics, is Green I, Lantern darker? I think it might. I, I th- it has a possibility. There's a lot of well, especially especially because of the actual rings are based on different like emotions and stuff like that. So you you know the red ring is for rage and stuff like that. So there's a possibility that. Depending on how they want to portray all of that, that it it could it could go a little bit dark, darker than this definitely definitely than the last Green Lantern movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll see about that. Um, Shazam that The Rock's gonna be in. I you know how can there be that that's that actually thank you for the segue, Andy. That, <laughs> that takes me to my next point. How can you have a dark and gritty movie with a character named Shazam <laughs> and Aquaman? <laughs> that's not, that's not, but that's not fair. First off, no, that is, you pulled the Batman card. I, I know, but that's that is. as fair as it's gonna get. So you have this, you know, Shazam. Shazam, you know, is a kid and a turns into a giant. You know, turns into superhero. A, a superhero, yeah. right? So he's got the mental state of an eleven-year-old. Let me just let me just pitch this movie. So Andy, you're with me. Yes. So. Imagine we got this kid, right? Yes. He encounters this thing. Uh-huh. Starts yeah. turning him in, turning him into this superhero. You know, yes. so all of a sudden he's a he's an adult. He's thinking <laughs> he fly. He's it's muscular. He's got he's got this superpower. He's got this this cool lightning symbol on his chest. <laughs> but but dark gritty. <laughs> it's, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad. Kids gonna be crying all the time. You what? Are you gonna exp- you gonna throw an eleven year old? Tell him, hey, hey, little, hey, you know, it's, hey, little that's boy. A, that's what you're saying. <laughs> hey, little boy. Hey, little boy. I get that your your parents just died. You know, you're all like, you know, you got a long way before you're Batman. But you know, why don't we, why don't we just go ahead and give you superpowers now? And you just you just don't you know be good with them. I would. <laughs> you know, like how does okay. that how does that play okay. out? Okay, I can't I can't I can't give a defense for Shazam, for Shazam. Well, right okay. now. Okay, you want to talk but, about Aquaman? But I will say I will say time <laughs> that that is actually a good point. I think it's actually in my favor to bring up Aqu- Aquaman because Aquaman gets dogged on all the time <laughs> on on being a wimpy superhero on all he can do is talk to fish you know what happens if you fight someone on land there's no water what are you gonna do then aquaman and fish so he, out of water exactly like pun intended so p gets a lot uh you know he, he people dog on him all the time for that now i will say when 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 they released that photo of aquaman the way he's gonna look in the movies where it just says unite the seven 
and it's just him and you know in the hair and he has like, I, I think mean, some tattoos to their credit they picked Jason Momoa to, I, I, who doesn't look like any incarnation of Aquaman in the comics all i know is that but it looks that dude sick. is we're, that's yeah like you know why they picked such a big guy Andy a big <laughs> dark skin long-haired guy to make up for the fact that he talks to fish, Andy. <laughs> what I'm, say, what I'm, I'm not trying to shots fire Iron Man or Aquaman. Yes. What I am saying, they're they DC is just trying like they don't want to pick a little a little Chris Pine looking fella but you know, will, with blonde hair but listen, to be it, that guy. It wouldn't have worked though. It would have been it would have been cheesy. It would have not been taken serious. Because again, knowing that I think honestly, that was a brilliant move. On, on DC's part is that if this character already gets dogged on and he gets made fun of and there's even episodes of you know even across like a big bang theory that they make fun of him even on that level you know like they this guy gets all the jokes all the time for being wimpy and all that and so what does DC do all right let's make him let's cast this serious mountain of a guy and let's make him just look like a beast and they did it and no one would argue that. If someone came and said, hey, Aquaman's a wimp. All he does is talk to fish. I pull up that picture. I show you that picture. I say, hey, where's your fish now, buddy? You know? Then what? What are you going to do then? Like, no one's going to talk uh, smack about that guy because all of a sudden, this dude, just, everything just got real. Yeah. Yeah. But so, <laughs> Stuff okay. just got so, real. Okay. So then if it comes to... Are, you're saying yes. You think good job, Jason Momoa. Yes, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think it's a good casting. I think that picture kind of like boggled in. Like, what's the seven? What is seven? Is yeah. it Justice League? You is know, it oceans. Is it the oceans? <laughs> is, yeah. Is he gonna swim the whole movie? Like, 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 maybe he'll maybe he'll hop on board a humpback whale and <laughs> and, and unite the oceans. Is, is, there, is he like so that so, DC knows so, they have to so, get over no, that so, challenge? So no, so, so then. But at at the same time, at the same time, I I don't know that that's necessarily gonna like. So okay, if that's what it comes down to, right? Mm-hmm. I what I don't want to see then is I don't want to just see Aquaman like fighting people because that's that's missing out on the on the plethora of cool abilities that Aquaman has. But I, what I'm afraid of with that Jason Momoa casting, and I don't know how this isn't necessarily like good or bad but anyway what i'm afraid of with that is that we're gonna lose the character's you know true nature because what it's gonna have to happen is much like with the with the teenage Mutant ninja turtles reboot they just made them these huge stocky you know they're not really ninjas anymore they're just mma fighters you know like heavyweight heavyweight ufc fighters you know uh so what I don't I don't want that to happen to Aquaman though because like in in the injustice game you know there's a, there's one of his his combo moves you freaking like stab a guy <laughs> with your trident and, you and then lift you lift it up and then a shark comes <laughs> and eats the vil- the person you're fighting off of the trident like it's incredible like they don't need Jason Momoa for that to look awesome <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry but I again I'm looking up right now in front of me there's a a side by side of you know the way it's he's gonna look now in the movies looking forward you know Aquaman and the way he looks like in in the comic books and in the comic books like his you know the orange top that he has it looks like there's like scales and stuff and like his gloves kind of have they kind of look like fins that you know towards the you know the end of them like it works on a comic book page it doesn't for them to just 
copy that and put it in the movie, it's just not going to work. And so it has to be toned down a little bit. It has to be more, almost more, not violent again, but just more gritty. I think that has to be the case. Now, I will say it's a little surprising to me how far we've come with some of these superhero movies because their costumes and what they look like on screen, at least, at least just honestly, at least for the Marvel movies, they're almost like straight out of the comic book page. Like yeah. it's pretty spot on. Pretty much every Iron Man suit's been yeah. directly inspired by a comic. I'm by thinking a ver- like at least one of the ones from the you know from the comics. And yeah. I'm thinking like even some of the stuff that we've seen from like. Doctor Strange, like some of the photos that we've seen from Doctor Doctor Strange and whatnot, and I'm thinking like my honestly, my first thought is it's cool that it it looks just like the comics, but it also looks a little cheesy to some degree, doesn't it? Like, like it, it, again, if if it happens in a real world, like it's gonna be it's kind of silly if a guy would actually wear that if he did have those powers. And so like that, I, again, I see but your look, the, I see same. your look, I, I see your face. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because it, it, uh, it, to me, at least, at least you do something that it is definitely inspired by that look, by like the comic book look. To me, it's like, it's for you to do it almost entirely just like the way it is in the comics and the movies. It almost looks like, how, how is that, how are you going to pull that off and make me as a viewer actually believe that's, what it takes kind of a thing does that make sense a little bit this is this is in the same vein like so with dr strange you know yeah this is a a master of mysticism you know yeah he's a he's a magician yeah uh, like a a wizard you know of sorts so (laughs) you're you're having trouble believing in in this in this wizard right like his outfit you're having trouble in it believing in his outfit but you believe that he's a wizard yes so like i I know it sounds it sounds ridiculous i know it does sound ridiculous it does but here's the deal though i'm already walking i guess i guess i'm just kind of being picky honestly because that's like saying that's like walking into a star trek movie or 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 uh you know star wars and being like wait a minute how do the lightsabers work (laughs) i don't lightsabers work i don't you know what i don't buy it we don't have guns that shoot lasers (laughs) i don't know what that voice is i don't appreciate it though because i think you're mocking me (laughs) but no but i i think i think i think like with the for example like um with the Iron Man movies that came out, and then even uh, with the Hulk, and I'm, I'm trying to think of some of the Phase One movies. Like, I don't know. I, I we know it, how good you are with the Phase One <laughs> based on trivia. <laughs> That's another good shot fired, Bumpy Cody. <laughs> I'm so over three. No, but I I think it's kind of weird because sometimes making them look just like in the comics works, but sometimes it it looks. It looks almost cheesy because I think of like those Batman movies back in the day before Nolan, and they just were a carbon copy of the way they looked in the movie in the comics, and it was kind of cheesy and it didn't work out. With the bat nipples, yeah, and, things <laughs> and and like even Mister Freeze again, kind of almost had the look a little bit, but I don't know, it just looks. So I'm just concerned, and that's why I appreciate. I we went all over the place with that last <laughs> conversation, but I appreciate this Aquaman because it's again. It's they're doing their best to take what's in the comic book and on those pages and they're trying to then add it and make it somehow believable in our world and not over the top cheesy. Do you think that like like Captain America's outfits 
you know, or over the top. Because like uh, I can, I can. I appreciate the. Uh, hold on, I okay. appreciate Captain America's outfits because they're gear. It's like soldier gear. Okay. Even in both movies, because like, uh, like it's almost like a it's, uniform, like yeah. a. In in Winter Soldier, at least the one he starts out with, you know, it's a lot more stealthy. Yeah. And then there's reason for when he goes back and gets the old, you know, yeah. the old so outfit. Yeah. So it just looks like soldier gear. So that like I have no problem. And with so that. Iron Man, how you feel about those Iron Man? It's armors? a it's a suit that makes sense. I know it's weird. It's a, I know it's, 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 it's very picky. It's just, okay, okay. It's very picky. What about what, like Star Lord? Uh, or is it different because he's aliens, or he lives with aliens? Uh, Not aliens. A little bit. Where like, he's from? Yeah, I mean, he's really the. <laughs> it's a little right, bit. It's okay. a little bit with that, but to again, it's hit and miss for me. I know it's. I sound. I sound very picky, and like I should just get off of this podcast. I get it, but it, it's weird. Now, honestly, I saw the doc, Doctor Strange photos, and I just thought. I don't know how, like, wh- I guess everything makes sense with America, Captain America and Iron Man. And even to some degree, Star-Lord. I don't know why he well, needs to look. I, I, I Does think, that make sense? I think what, it is, I think what the, the conflict that you're having in your head is with all of the other characters. Well, not with all, the, all of them necessarily, but like with Iron Man and, and with Captain America at, at least definitely those two. I mean, like maybe, maybe Hulk. But uh, with those ones, Everything that's happening is is like theoretically it's, it's possible, you know. Yeah. Theoretically, we could build an, a suit of armor, yeah, like an Iron Man armor that yeah. would that would work. And if it's a suit of armor on a human being, it would look like a human being in a suit of armor, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then with Cap, like you said, it's a it's a military outfit. So, and then Star Lord ultimately is just a cool helmet and and jet boots <laughs> and a, a sweet red like jacket, sweet red leather jacket. Yeah. 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 So, um, but. So the the other thing that I have with these is I I wonder if I wonder if we're just past the time where this is the kind of movies that that we really care to see you know yeah because we see you know the the uh, right as these Marvel movies were were coming out and we're and we're getting rolling and gaining popularity and more most importantly making money yeah uh, we know how much you're just all about the money Cody now I'm not. <laughs> Warner Brothers is, I and I, I don't know. know if Warner Brothers realizes. You know, anyway, so uh, so we see that you know they're all about these movies, and then right in the midst of that, all that we see that uh, Warner Brothers, you know, they release this Man of Steel movie, mm-hmm. and they clearly get the message. Everybody likes the charisma and the fun. And oh wait, they, that's right, they didn't get the message. <laughs> not even a little bit. No, not even a little bit. No. So uh, so uh, so, and then they just you know they killed that message. So. But, in the midst of this, you know, so now they're they're you know they're kind of stuck. They're continuing this this DC cinematic universe, and they have you know coming out you know just in a couple weeks now, less than a month I think, uh, they have Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice coming out. Yeah. Um. This last year, you know, I said it kind of up front. Fantastic Four, dark, gritty, serious. How well did it? How well did it do, Andy? It didn't do so. It didn't do so well. <laughs> so, so I wonder. It was a fantastic fair. <laughs> <laughs> it was a gritty, unfun movie. Yeah. And I'm just wondering. It was tough. It, it yeah. was tough. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so how does that, like, do you think that, like, Fantastic Four is any indication of uh, do you, of of these, you know, Fantastic Four? Like, I, I would argue that as far as trying to, like, if real people got really like you know these turned into these things like Fantastic Four, I will credit them with doing a good job of capturing some of the struggle that they would have with that, as well as 
uh, kind of just how the world would respond, you know, yeah. like as far as the military trying immediately, like, oh, we got guys, you know, can is pretty much indestructible. Let's make them fight stuff. Like, yeah, 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 I can, I can get that. I, th- I think that they would say that's true, but at the same time, maybe you know, amongst other issues, uh, but I would argue that some of the reason that movie didn't succeed is because of the dark, gritty, you know, tone. Yeah, I think I think it's important with all of these movies, whether it's a Marvel movie or a DC movie, and that I think this is why with Marvel it's more light and quote unquote fun and all that, and with the DC movies is dark and gritty is because I think the most important thing that they have to do is that they have to say true to the character. I think that's that's the most important thing. And Fantastic Four, that that the characters there, the world of Fantastic Four is not is not dark and gritty. It's not necessarily super serious. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's more lighthearted. It's more, you know, again, I'm trying to think of did I ever see a scene in that movie where they were maybe in the like in the day, like during the daylight? No, I think they were they were, they were always inside or they were in the other, you know, reality or whatever it is and and so like it was Again, it just wasn't done right because I, it wasn't. You think it wasn't true to the character? It wasn't true to the character, like but Man think, of Steel. Exactly, and that's why people like. That's why people didn't didn't like Man. Of didn't Steel. like Man of Steel, and that's why it didn't do so hot in the movies. In the movies, like as far as making money and whatnot, is because you have Superman. You have this person who is supposed to be like you said, the golden child, this golden boy of uh, of America and freedom, and you know of all of that, standing up for good. And then it, it wasn't necessarily like that. And so, again, Batman, you have to, it has to be dark and gritty. Some of the other DC characters can be maybe dark and gritty, but that's the danger of it. If DC is planting their flagpoles on, hey, we are this kind of company and this is the kind of movies we're going to make, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to, it's, it's going to affect some of the characters, I think, to some degree. And with this, you know, Marvel's doing their same with, hey, this is who we are kind of a thing. And to their credit, I, I do appreciate, despite the risk, the inherent risk that they're taking yeah. uh, with sti- with sticking to their guns, with their with the dark gritty, you know, this is the tone that we're going for. I will say I do appreciate that DC is, they're not tr- not even trying to come close to, to <laughs> no. the Marvel, like... They know that they don't even want to try to compare themselves or compete with necessarily mm-hmm. yeah. the Marvel movies, um, and I, I get that they're that's ultimately probably just them. Like again, they don't want to be compared to them. But I appreciate that they're saying that's what Marvel's doing. We're gonna get, let's go to the far side of that, you know, and and stick to the dark and and gritty kind of you know tone. Yeah, I don't, again, and kind of like what we said up front, there's pros and cons to both, but. Uh, you know, you just gotta. It's almost like just a preferencing. And does that mean I'm not gonna see Captain America? Because nobody thinks that movie's gonna be bad. Andy. <laughs> yeah, I'm wait. I'm going the day before midnight, 10 p.m., 7 p.m. early showing, whatever you know, whatever is available to make sure I see that movie. Like, but it, I, I think again, I think it's just kind of it comes down to a preference thing. All right, so that is our episode for Heroes and Shots Fired Cinematic Universes. Let us know what way of doing these marvelous movies uh, <laughs> that you prefer on social media. There's a couple, last minute plug, you know. I got to I got to get it before Eddie keeps talking. Uh, you can always let but let us know which way uh which kind of format you you enjoy more, the dark gritty uh, tone or the, you know, more fun, lighthearted uh, family movies. 
on social media, you uh, you can let us know on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and tell us on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and or you can email us at heroes and podcast at gmail.com. All right. Just want to give you guys the comics that are coming out for March 2nd. We have Batgirl number 49. We have Black Widow number one, which uh, this will be a good jumping point if, for you guys if you wanted to read maybe a Black Widow comic launching with a new new run. So issue number one comes out. Uh, we also have Green Lantern number 50. Uh, we're starting to see all the DC comics come to an end. I think they're getting ready for another big relaunch here. And so those storylines are kind of you know tying down. They're wrapping up. So uh, Green Lantern 50 comes out. And then we oh, lastly, we have Spider-Man number two. All right. If you could take the moment to uh, subscribe, rate, review, and share our episodes, uh, both on your social media and just with your other geeky friends, we'd appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Heroes And. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And And we're we're out. out.